بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه وسلم we continue the explanation of riyad al-salihin and we have reached uh, chapter 3 and we're still uh, on the introduction on sabr on patience The author, Rahimahullah, cited some verses praising patience and inciting upon it. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said in Surah Al-Imran, chapter 3, verse 200. يا أيها الذين آمنوا اصبروا وصابروا ورابطوا واتقوا الله لعلكم تفلحون Oh you believe endure and be more patient يا أيها الذين آمنوا اصبروا وصابروا ورابطوا واتقوا الله لعلكم تفلحون Oh you believe endure and be more patient وَرَابِطُ and guard your territory by stationing army units permanently at the places from where the enemy has or can attack you and fear Allah so that you may be successful so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded the believers by that which is entailed by being a believer meaning by faith four commands in this verse four commands as-sabru anil ma'asiyah refraining from sins wal-musabaratu ala ta'ah endurance on obedience and al-murabata is abundant good and following the good with good guarding this is a reference to the term guarding and wattaqwa Wattaqullah comprises all of that. So, Fasbiru an maharimillah. Refrain from committing what is forbidden, what Allah made forbidden. Don't do them, avoid them, and don't come near them. So if one self is inclined towards sin, then the person should be patient and refrain it. As to the other thing which is commanded in this verse is al-musabara, being more patient, enduring
on the obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because obedience includes two methods. An action which the person makes binding upon himself. And the second is a burden on the self itself because doing acts of obedience is like abandoning sins meaning they are heavy on the self which incites evil and that's why endurance on acts of obedience is better than refrainment from committing the sin. As to al-murabata, meaning abundant good and continuing on it. And that's why in the hadith, in Sahih Muslim that the Messenger of Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said إسباغ الوضوء على المكاره وكثرة الخطى إلى المساجد وانتظار الصلاة بعد الصلاة فذلكم الرباط فذلكم الرباط He said in the hadith reported in Sahih Muslim carrying number 481 in Sahih Muslim Performing the ablution thoroughly, despite odds, what kind of odds? Cold weather, cold water, uh, etc. Performing the ablution thoroughly, despite odds. Transverside of more paces towards the masjid, towards the mosques. And waiting for the next prayer, after observing a prayer... And that is a ribat. This is ribat. We know earlier as we explained it in the verse is refraining, remaining alert and watchful on the enemies, on the fronts, the frontiers against the attacks by the enemies. In this context, it means refraining the self or rather making the self endure the acts of obedience, keeping oneself adhering to the, to the prescribed acts of obedience. So there is continuity. You know, they are performing the ablution thoroughly, and uh, the, ta taking these steps to the masajid, and waiting for salah after, after salah. This is the continuous goodness taking place with continuity, one after the other. As to a taqwa, it comprises all of that, that has been already mentioned. Because a taqwa is to do that which protects from the punishment of Allah, against the punishment of Allah. And this means to 
execute the commands and abstain from the prohibitions. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this verse made it clear that establishing these four matters is a cause for success. فَقَالَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُفْلِحُونَ At the end of the verse. So that you may be successful. What does what does the term falah la'allakum tuflihun? What does the term falah mean? Success. What does it mean? This is a comprehensive word that is centered upon two things. Attainment of what is sought and what is aimed. Attainment of what is sought. And, and to be saved from what is feared. And to be saved from what is feared. So this is the meaning of success. Al-Falah. Attainment of what is sought. And be saved from what is feared. So the one who fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we ask him to be from them is the one who attains his objective and is saved from what he fears this is the meaning of this verse then the author cited another verse Surah Al-Baqarah 155 and we have explained this thoroughly in one uh, entire discussion and it is available on the site قال الله تعالى وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعِ وَنَقْصٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ and certainly we shall test you with something of fear something of fear hunger loss of wealth lives and fruits but give glad tidings to الصابرين, the patient ones so and certainly we shall test you بشيء من الخوف بشيء من الخوف look something of fear not the entire fear not fear in its entirety some because the entire fear is destructive however here Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said some and what is fear what is fear Fear means lack of security. Lack of security. And this is greater than hunger in its magnitude. This is greater than hunger. Yes, 
And that's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned it before hunger in the verse. Something of fear, then he mentioned hunger. Because the hungry person may go out and find and search even for three leaves and eat them. But the one who is frightened, the one in a state of fear, we seek refuge in Allah from this, cannot settle in his home, nor in the market. And the thing we should fear most is our sins. Because the sins are the, sin, the cause for all kinds of testing and calamities and dangers and fear and punishments in this life and those in the here after. Right. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said the, about the second testing and that is the hunger. Al-Ju'a, hunger. And hunger carries two meanings. Hunger carries two meanings. The first meaning, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates an, an epidemic. And this is the epidemic of hunger. An epidemic of hunger. Such that the person eats and eats, but never feel satisfied or full. And this could occur to people. In fact, one year, in one year, there was one year when this took place here. And this year was known as the year of hunger. And people used to eat and eat but never felt satisfied or full. وَلَيَّذُ بِاللَّهِ They would eat bread, dates, but never feel full. This is a kind of hunger. The second kind of hunger is drought, famine. Others empty. No vegetation. This is from hunger. The third is the loss of wealth. Maqsim min al-amwal. In this case, the ummah will be tested by lack of resources and poverty. And its economy will be retarded. And its government will be burdened by 
loans all as tests and trials then the fourth one والأنفس lives meaning death here death taking place such that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala creates epidemics which could destroy people and elate them and this occurs and it was mentioned to us that in this land one time occurred an epidemic and the year was famous for the name Sanatul Rahma the year of mercy it was called where the disease would finish up entire homes 10-15 people at home will become ill by this disease one after the other dying and we were told that in this masjid the grand mosque in Unayza and people you know before they were in a small town not many people as it is in the in our times that seven to eight funerals following a fard salah will be presented for people to pray on because of the epidemic so this is another kind of testing Nam. Yes, yes. This is yes. This took place in Oneida here. Now, the next testing is in. It is mentioned in this verse. Fruits, meaning there is no hunger. However. The fruits become in shortage or that its baraka is taken away in plants, in date palms, etc. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tests people by these matters so that they might return to him and consider and ponder so what happens people's people respond in different ways and as mentioned earlier in the beginning of this chapter Some are resentful, 
and some are patient and some are content and some are grateful as discussed earlier and all success is from Allah and we stop here before we go to the rest of the verses Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen wa sallallahu alameen wa muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam